Hi, and welcome to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation focused on youth mental health. Before we begin today's episode, I just wanted to let you all know that all content that is found in our podcast is created for informational purposes only. This content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or therapy. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition, and never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard in this podcast. Thank you so much, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello everyone, this is Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving. Today's episode is about Men's Health Week. I, Sovan, will be interviewing my co-host Vihan about a youth's perspective to Men's Health Week. So first off, what exactly is Men's Health Week? Men's Health Week is a week ending on Father's Day that is meant to bring attention to men's health. This includes mental health as well as physical and emotional health. Some interesting facts to know about this are that men are about one and a half times more likely to die of heart disease, cancer, respiratory disease than women. Men live on average about five years less than women, and men are much more likely to commit suicide. On top of all these issues, men are much less likely to talk about their feelings and mental health, or even to visit a doctor about their health problems. Vihan, can you give us your take on this information? As a young man, I have personally seen this in my own life with friends and myself. Oftentimes, if I am sad or feeling any emotions, I'm more likely to try and deal with it. While it is good to manage your emotions, the overall culture of masculinity where men should not discuss their feelings is what leads to emotions like depression, anxiety, and more. Combined with the fact that men are less likely to go to talk to a healthcare professional about their mental health, this can lead to more serious problems, including suicide. Wow. That is quite sad, in fact. The whole idea of bottling up your emotions does more harm than good. While you, while you do have to learn to control your emotions sometimes, if they are serious, please do go talk to somebody or even consult a healthcare provider. You can also work on improving your mental health through meditation, mindfulness exercises, or even physical exercise. Now, on top of these mental problems, men, men do experience many physical problems. For example, about one in two men are diagnosed with cancer in their lifetimes, and men are much more likely to die of respiratory or heart disease than women. Additionally, both male and female obesity rates have been increasing for years. Now, the biggest problem with all of this is that men are much less likely to go to the doctors for checkups or to get screenings for these problems, and over time, these can lead for health issues to build up or to go undetected. Vihan, what do you have to say about that? I think that Men's Health Week is meant to raise awareness for these reasons particularly. Men die earlier than women, but that is no surprise considering they do not get their health checked as often. Just by going to a checkup once a year, many of these problems can be detected early and treated. Additionally, heart disease is the most common cause of death in men in the United States, but it is largely preventable through a healthier diet, exercise, the avoidance of smoking, and the limitation of alcohol. It is also able to be detected early through checking cholesterol levels, checking blood pressure, and getting health screenings. The same goes for many forms of cancer, including colorectal cancer and esophageal cancer. Both of these have a higher risk factor when you are overweight or obese. Colorectal cancer can also be largely prevented by limiting alcohol, red meat, and other highly processed food consumption, and also by increasing exercise. 
Esophageal cancer, while less common, can be prevented by limiting tobacco intake and smoking levels. While there are many possible health problems that can affect a man, through education and medical care treatment, many deaths can be prevented. Yeah, I totally agree. Many of these problems can easily be helped through proper education, but that would need to come from officials and healthcare providers themselves as well. But more than that, there, there does need to be social change because many men know that they should be able to go do things like go to the doctor or, or get therapy if they are depressed, but stigma about these things prevent them from doing it. Now, what do you think people can do to reduce it? I have seen a lot of stigma in my life with other men. The social norm for men is to always be strong and not really talk about their emotions much. Youth especially are also supposed to deal with pain and injuries, often in sports when coaches or teammates will tell them to just toughen up or to deal with it. This needs to change. The stigma surrounding men's health is damaging to its validity and needs to be stopped. The conditions of men around the world would be changed if said stigma was eliminated from their lives. Overall, we can learn what men's health is all about. It is about bringing more awareness to men's health and physical and mental health. You can exercise more, eat better, and meditate to become healthier. However, you can also learn to do things like talking to people about your emotions from time to time, getting annual checkups and other age-appropriate health screenings, and looking out for problems in your friends. You are listening to Mindful, Beautiful, and Thriving, a podcast series by Tharaka Foundation. As part of our youth series, we will be releasing new episodes every Friday, so make sure to continue to check those out. We hope you enjoyed this podcast, and thank you so much for listening.